Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Need to learn more. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. With the sixth pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the Orlando Magic select Anthony Black from the University of Arkansas. This is an A in my book. Uh, this was someone who many people thought would last to number eight. I thought that was too long. Here's the reason. This is a tremendous overlap of perimeter size, basketball IQ, and defense. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay tastes like too late for the Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Twin Peaks, which is where we're always at. Every Usually every third Friday of every month. It varies, but we're here once a month, and it's so much fun to be out here. we got Kyle Sutherland back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon, we call it an easy Friday show for a reason because it doesn't get any easier when you're out here at Twin Peaks because you're getting ready for the weekend. We got all the sporting events going on. We got recaps of the NBA draft. Uh, we even got uh, some stuff with the NFL Network over here. And uh, that channel that I always forget, it's not the Chive. I keep wanting to call it the Chive, but that channel that always has the, the fun stuff for the kids to check out and watch. It, and prank It used them. to be called Chive TV. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's got a different name, too. But, hey, they got it all for you out here. And Happy Hour has officially started, by the way. So if you're wanting to come out, it's going to be until 7 o'clock this afternoon. Dollar off liquor and drafts. Got $2 crispy beef tacos, chips and salsa, 2 bucks. You got fried pickles, chips and queso, mozzarella bites, four bucks a piece, which, by the way, the mozzarella bites is the best thing in town. So you're not going to get anything better than that. And also, $6 triple play, quesadillas, and six boneless wings. So come on out and see us, and come on out and hang out, as it's always great to be here at Twin Peaks. Uh, I know that we've talked a lot about the NBA draft and also with the College World Series and some other things going on in the world of sports, but we're going to keep that conversation going because we're going to go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in our guy, Steve Sullivan of KATV. And Sully, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, great, great. How about you guys? We're doing great, great. Sully. Yeah, like, I mean, when you're out here at Twin Peaks... I mean, what could be better than this? One of these days, you need to come out and join us when uh, when we're out here, man, so we can sit down and have a good time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was, I was just waiting for the invitation, but now I got one, so I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that makes sense, Sully. Well, I know that uh, there was a lot of excitement last night with the NBA draft. Three Razorbacks taken, two of them in the first round with Anthony Black, sixth overall, Nick Smith Jr. at se- uh, 27th overall. Then you had Jordan Walsh at 38th overall in the second round. Ricky Council undrafted but gets a two-way deal, but... Uh, just what did you make of last night's draft with these Razorbacks and the teams and the uh, and the connections and, and everything as far as uh, what it meant for those players, but also for the University of Arkansas basketball program? Oh, I think it was a great night for Razorback basketball. And um, Anthony Black is a, a great example for younger players uh, that you don't have to put up monster numbers. Uh, just be yourself in college. Do what you do best. And Anthony Black, I couldn't think of, one time last year, but it was a game where we didn't really need him to score. Where I thought, you know, he was he was just getting his, and that's I think rare for a for a guy that's you know so highly touted, and, you know, pictured as a lottery pick to you know to just just do his things to play defense to facilitate and score when he had to when he had matchups and uh, and look where he goes. Uh, that's generational money he's getting. 
And uh, and he did it just by being himself. He was Anthony Black for for an entire season. And uh, just I think he said a great, uh, you know, that's a great role model for other young players. And uh, Nick Smith, I was I was uh, I was just trying to think what it was like in his shoes when you heard guard after guard after guard being picked. And I view him as kind of a lottery ticket. He could be boom or bust. You know, I I, I never knew this season, or we don't still know what is wrong with his knee or what was wrong with his knee. But that wasn't the same player I saw at North Little Rock a year ago. Uh, he wasn't just a three-point shooter. He was more of an explosive guy to the hoop. And uh, the one thing, though, that makes Nick Smith uh, such an appealing pick, I've never met a more competitive guy. And, and <laughs> he wants to be the best. And, and, and that's a quality you can't teach. And, and that guy believes he has the skills and wants to be the best. So I'm, I'm interested to see what, he, what, what his ceiling is. And if you're Jordan... Jordan Walsh, uh, I mean, he, he performed his way into that pick because if he looked at his body of work at Arkansas, no way he's the 38th pick. And uh, what he did um, for those scouts that watched him in those workouts, I mean, they saw that guy that, you know, we thought we were going to see this season as far as his versatility and everything. And he's just such a great athlete. And they look at potential. They look if he can shoot a little better, what kind of addition he will be. And then Ricky Council, I think, you know, hey, you got to pick your team, and those two-way contracts aren't bad. They only give them to two guys on each team, so uh, good for him. They all got an opportunity, and uh, what a great day for Arkansas. You know, you see that graphic out with three guys getting drafted. It's uh, uh, just great for us. Jordan Walsh going to the Celtics. That um, You can argue Celtics, Sixers, maybe who's the best team, but of those four guys, do you think that Jordan Walsh may be the best fit because of the team that he's going to? And they're a deep team, and they play, they go deep into their bench, and he can contribute in, in big ways simply because Celtics like to play defense, and that's what he kind of specializes in. Yeah, and Celtics appreciate guys like that. You know, he runs the floor really well, and he's good at attacking the hoop, and he's an elite defender. And I think that's the thing the Celtics are going to like. He's a tough matchup. When he um, he's a physical kid, he's proved he can defend on. He has a great motor. They look him for Arkansas this year. How how he wasn't scoring, but his minutes never went down when we needed when we got in the biggest games. And I think he's just a great teammate. And I know everybody was kind of harping on the the comment he made in one of his interviews that you know Arkansas had him in kind of a box and. I want to defend Musk there because one thing about Musk, I always view him from the outside and how I know him is as, as, as a guy that would be kind of a control freak. But uh, he's not like that. If you look at Arkansas, I mean, look at Devo was shooting like 20% for most of the season. He let Devo continue to shoot the three. And he's the type of guy I think if you do it in practice, he's going to let you do it in the game. And I thought Walsh had plenty of opportunities to shoot during the season, but just didn't come through. And, uh, so he, he basically contributed in other ways at the, at the end of the season. So uh, you mentioned, uh, of course, Nick Smith. I wanted to go back to that one because you would feel like the few times that we've seen him recently, the emotions. Uh, you think about after the Kansas game and just besides himself and, and so like disappointed. And then you throw in, uh, or not disappointed, but just so elated. And then you throw in him getting drafted and just uh, the emotions that are overcoming him. And uh, and everything to go along with it. It's just it's something where he's been through a lot. And I don't think people really truly understand all he's been through. It's meant so much to him. But uh, just what do you think about him and, and his journey and what he's been through and to finally get to this moment and be on a team and be drafted in the first round and seeing that emotions all that come out right there on ESPN last night. Well, you think about the start of this journey and you know go back to North Little Rock when he had to fight to be eligible from Sylvan Hills. And all that he had to deal with. And he had an incredible summer. He was listed as a lottery pick. And Moss had nothing but great things to say about him in practice. Then we get into this mystery injury, the right knee management. And um, and I never thought, um, and even when he hit the game winner, uh, I don't think it was Stauber or someone in the SEC tourney, I never felt like we saw the Nick Smith that was the, elite lottery pick for Arkansas. And and think about if you're him and you, you get signed by Clutch Sports 
and you believe you're one of the best players in the country, and you're waiting there last night, and you're hearing guys that you know you think you're better of, and then I think that was a relief that it was finally over. The waiting was over. In relation to that, you know, he got picked in the NBA, and uh, but but think about where he was a year ago and what he was looking at. You know, and he was looking at a path similar to Jordan Black. I mean, uh, Anthony Black, where he was going to get, uh, you know, seven or eight million a year. And uh, now he'll have to, he'll have a boulder on his shoulder because the dude is competitive, and he is a. Uh, and I just hope he's healthy. And I never, I never viewed him in high school as purely a three-point shooter, or that was his strength. I, he was a scorer, and I didn't see that at Arkansas. He, he kind of was almost three-pointed busted sometimes. And that was not him at North Little Rock. We always hear the term com- combo guard, and we know that these guys, they can play, whether it's the point guard, shooting guard, between Anthony Black and Nick Smith Jr. What's interesting is the way that we view them and kind of how the NBA or, or these teams that they're with now views them. Because Anthony Black is actually listed as a shooting guard, and then Nick Smith Jr., on the other hand, is listed as a point guard. And we think those guys being in the other role, but we know that they can do multiple things. Yeah, and you know, the thing about they uh, see with Anthony Black is he can, he can probably guard many positions. Great team player, sees the floor well. And uh, well, he may, maybe not be done growing. He may be 6'9", but not be done. You know, maybe the first or two years of uh, college uh, pro ball. And, and Nick Smith has got to be that scoring guard, I think. I mean, maybe listen to the point guard, but he's got he's to be the guy that scores, be, be a big-time scorer. And I think that that's what he was billed as coming up, a guy that could score for multiple spots on the floor and take it to the hoop. And he, he seemed to be more of an athlete uh, in high school than he was you know, maybe it was, it was that knee. And I just don't know where we're at with that knee. And that's never been really cleared up. Of, you know, is that in the past? Is that something he's still dealing with? And he mentioned last night that he's still dealing with certain things, but I don't know what that what those things are. Stay with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. Uh, so, Sully, a player that didn't get drafted with Ricky Council the fourth, uh, I feel like a lot of people felt like he would be. He was in a lot of mock drafts. But uh, he didn't get drafted. He got a two-way deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Were you surprised that he didn't get drafted? And also, uh, what do you think he could be or his potential could be going into the NBA and being with the Philadelphia 76ers? You know, if he's the guy we saw early in the season at Arkansas, where he was a confident shooter, elite athlete, I mean, uh, I think he has the potential. You know, it's just hard to, it's hard to project college to NBA. Because you see so many great college players who are, who are not, you know, don't turn out to be, you know, above average NBA players. You know, they're playing at the end of the second quarter. I mean, it's hard to make it in the NBA and be a really good player. You almost have to I talk about fit in the spot. And I thought the greatest example of that was the Lakers drafting Derek Fisher in the first round. I was stunned they did that. But they pegged the guy. You know, that could, he could run a team and shoot the three, and the intangibles, intangibles of Derek Fisher. He had an incredible NBA career because he fit that spot. He was the perfect guy, you know, for, for that he had the skill set to match that spot. And if he didn't end up with the Lakers, who knows what kind of career he could have had, could have had or would have had. But it's all about, you know, you fitting that role on that team. So between three of the Razorbacks, let's take Nick Smith Jr. out of the mix, but Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black, and Ricky Council, at this point, from what we've seen so far, we know that all those guys need to continue to work on their shot, and that's something they're going to get the opportunity to do on the NBA level. But at this point where they are now, between those three guys, which of the three do you think is the best shooter of those three right now? I'd say Ricky Council is the best shooter. You know, Jordan Walsh looks good with the shot. And Black was smart enough where he didn't shoot enough. He didn't have those two. <laughs> he, he, he knew not to shoot two for, uh, shoot, go two for 12 from the floor. And uh, what I saw of Council, but, you know, that seemed to be a big thing in the draft last night. When you heard they were drafting a lot of athletes. 
and not a lot of shooters. You know, Grady Dick probably of Kansas is dressed like a, a figure skater last night, or <laughs> now he had a wild up and on. And, uh, and that was interesting watching how some of these guys dress. That, that makes that probably more of the fun of the NBA draft. But, uh, uh, you know, a lot of guys they're pounding on to become better, better shooters when they get in the NBA. I kind of bet on Council. You know, Walsh has a good looking shot, but Council actually had games where he, he, he hit a lot of shots. Steve, I also want to, just with a few minutes left, uh, switch gears a little bit. Well, actually, no, before we switch gears, I, I wanted to ask you about just what it meant for the program and, and, and Muss and, and having three players drafted because I tried to do the math. Uh, Eric Musselman now has six players since he's been at the University of Arkansas drafted in the NBA draft since he arrived. You know how long it would take to get to six total players? How many years you have to go back? Uh, I mean, you're talking about you know Ronnie Brewer, Bobby Portis, Daniel Gafford. Uh, you know, you keep going, Joe Johnson. And basically in the 2000s, before Muss arrived, I think you ended up only with four or five picks, and here you are with six in three seasons. Just what does that mean, not only for Muss and not only for those kids, but just for the program and showing how if you want to be a guy who goes to the pros and goes to that next level, then this is the place you want to be at Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, let's let's in reality. Every guy that signs with Arkansas or Alabama or Kansas thinks he's going to play in the league. And they're going to want to play for a coach or a program that gets you to the league, and, and, and a fan base that is, you know, <laughs> it is crazy—a rabid, rabid fan base that you know you're going to enjoy your year too. And uh, I, I think we're a great landing spot. You know, you're going to have these big guys, these uh, elite high school players, taking a look at Arkansas. Something I saw last night, though, that's kind of scary. Is you see this uh, these teams like uh, what is it Ignite and Overtime Elite or whatever the the G League the special the NBA's come up with for these kids that, that they can you know uh, bypass college and go there for a year they had several guys going the first round and that's now becoming an option for these players and they and they and they've got it now where they can pay certain players more money without, I mean, actually keep up with the NIL with with the uh, Ignite and the Overtime Elite. I saw several players go in the first round or four or five go in the first round, high in the round, mostly. There's competition out there for those elite high school players, but we're going to be in the conversation, I think, for all those players as long as Musk is the coach. And what a great night for Arkansas just to have, you know, three players drafted. You just wonder, you know, people say, why weren't we better? <laughs> three draft players drafted, one drafted six, and another guy going to let in the first round, we had two first round picks. But a high second round pick and a guy who signed a, a, a you know a two way contract. You, you think we would have been better than we were? But, uh, that's for another. That's another discussion. We can go there. Arkansas State head coach Brian Hodgson. He was a former Alabama assistant. He was at the draft last night there with Brandon Miller and Noah Clowney. So he got a moment with those guys, and now he can give Arkansas State and the players there something to strive for to say. You know, this is where we've been as a program where he was before, and now with Arkansas State trying to build that program and getting players to the next level. Yeah, you want to see that. You, you, if you're a coach at Arkansas State, you want your guy there with those guys. If, if they, if it meant enough for Clowney and Miller to have him there, that just shows the tie he has with his former players. That you want to have that same tie with him, and uh, and he knows what kind of talent it takes to get to the NBA. And I think it's only good for Arkansas State. And it was great having Musk there last night. You know, it's a, um, you know, you want that connection with him and those players. And every one of them you hear, you know, he even lost to a degree. I mean, he talked about, you know, how good the coaching staff was and how they prepared him for the NBA. And, um, you know, and, and the guys come back, too. I don't think Musk is an easy guy to play for, but I think people respect that he gets them places. And you're seeing all these former Razorbacks now come back, even the one-year guys. And uh, I think that's a good thing for the program that, you know, um, it, they're, I love that these one-year hogs view Arkansas as kind of their university, even though they spent a, just a year there. And we'll always, you know, one thing with Muss's one-year hogs, they've, they've done well in the offseason, too, so they got something to remember, either an Elite Eight or a Sweet Sixteen. 
Well, Steve, before we let you get out of here, man, I know I know you're always watching sports, but how about that College World Series game last night and between uh, LSU getting the victory over Wake Forest and also the finals themselves between Florida and LSU, a rematch of 2017? Yeah, it's hard to root for LSU. I mean, it's a, um, have a hard time rooting for LSU. I mean, even though my my new weekend sports guy is a he grew up in Baton Rouge, so he's a lifelong kind of LSU guy, and uh, but it's still hard for me to root for LSU. And I do like the fact that you know we have LSU in yet we have an SEC winner. You're guaranteed, and that was a John, I don't know if it was John tweet or something. It was just a great college game. I mean, it was a throwback. See those two pitchers go. One went nine, and the other one I think went eight. Uh, Skeens is an animal. I mean, it's just in uh, Cruz. I mean, the LSU has like the the one and two players probably in the draft. And but the the weird thing about college baseball is you probably won't see Skeens in the championship series, which is kind of kind of strange. You know, it's kind of you know you're not going to see the best player on LSU in this championship series has started Saturday because of, you know, just rest. And uh, I'm stunned that they pitched the kids so much. He threw like 118 pitches last night. Yeah, it was incredible, and hopefully it ends up being an incredible College World Series final because uh, this has definitely been very entertaining from beginning to end. Even if your Razorbacks aren't in it, it's still uh, still some great baseball to watch. There's no question. But, hey, Sully, man, we're up against it. As always, we appreciate you joining us. Have a great weekend, man. We look forward to catching up with you next Friday. All right. Appreciate you guys. I'm going to join you there next week. Ah, sounds good. We look forward to it. Appreciate it. Steve Sullivan of KATV. Join us on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We'll take commercial break. We are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Come on out and see us. Hanging out till 4 o'clock this afternoon. Happy hour is here. And the crowd's starting to come in. Get you some cold beer. Get you some great food. And have some great scenic views as well. We'll tell you more about that. As well as getting to more of your phone calls and text messages here on Out of Bounds on an easy Friday show. Live from Twin Peaks in Little Rock. From the Wild Side on 1037 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumel, Edwards Food Giant, all about tire and brake, battery outfitters, and Trader Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's the Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 1037 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Big night for Razorbacks basketball. Three Arkansas players were drafted last night in the two rounds of the NBA draft. One more signs on with a team. Anthony Black was drafted number six overall by the Orlando Magic. In school history, he was followed up by Nick Smith Jr., his fellow backcourt mate, who went number 27 to the Charlotte Hornets. Then the draft was rounded out by Jordan Walsh, who went number 38 overall, drafted by the Kings, but ends up going to the Celtics via a trade and then Ricky Council the fourth signed a two-way contract after not being drafted he is now with the Philadelphia 76ers I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network Greatness doesn't happen overnight it takes time focus dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See Shelter Agent Todd Matthews in Benton, Matt Steele in Bryant, or Gary Elmore in Lone Oak today. If you haven't stopped by Arch Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arch Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. 
Drug.com. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guatney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for Life. Coach Roger Scott from a friends at Alcor Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their summer auto loan specials that's available for all five counties that Alcor serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off and make no payments for 90 days. Or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to AlcorCommunityFCU.org and apply securely online today. Alcor Community Federal Credit Union in Benton now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Randy Rainwater returns to Palm Bluff Friday with Drop Time Sports, live from Saracen Casino Resort, where you can win a Mustang convertible when you join the Saracen Players Club. Grand prize drawing is Saturday night. That's Drop Time Sports with Randy Rainwater Friday at Saracen on 103.7 The Buzz. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts. Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the app store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. MLB College Baseball, which is in the College World Series, you can get great wagering on the College World Series. Boxing, MMA, the combat sports, in-game wagering, prop bets, double R prop bets. Look out for those for the College World Series Championship Series. And Florida is a one-and-a-half-point favorite over LSU going into that first game tomorrow for the championship series of the College World Series. Over under the runs, ten-and-a-half for the College World Series. You can see Arkansas teams on Bet Saracen, Arkansas Travs. They're favored by one-and-a-half over Wichita wind surge. The, uh, yeah, so the Travs are favored over the wind surge in uh, the game tonight. So you can find MLB, College World Series, boxing, MMA, golf. There are plenty of sports that you can wager on on the Bet Saracen app. And for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on that Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store, download the Bet Saracen app, or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. We are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, got Kyle Sutherland back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios. And appreciate uh, Steve Sullivan coming on with us in the previous segment. In fact, you were talking about the Bet Saracen app. We'll say the uh, my NBA draft was not very profitable for me for, for Bet Saracen because I just uh, missed on all of them, which is just the way it goes when it comes to sports betting. But my College World Series picks were able to save me from yesterday because I was able to, to get a lot of those and hit on a lot of those, too, because I just said, hey, with these two pitchers, just give me the unders on everything, give me uh, high strikeouts and low ERAs, and ended up paying out in, in dividends. So, uh, yeah, it was it was at least made me feel a little bit better because I was doing terrible with my NBA <laughs> picks. My NBA draft picks just went awful. So, But that's the great about those specials that they have and the different ways that they do it is that it makes it easy to do those things, too. Absolutely. So. And, and look out for those double R prop bets. Oh, yeah. They're coming soon. Oh, yeah. They'll be there for sure. Live at Twin Peaks, folks, and uh, having a good time coming out and see us until 4 o'clock this afternoon. 
As uh, I know we've been talking a lot about the NBA draft, and we have from the Asher Record Life and Feedback, this actually comes from Curious Cat. He says, with this year's draft done, which team tanks the hardest for getting LeBron's son, Bronny? <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're going to tank on purpose, but Orlando Magic, they've been, you know, they're trying to get better, but they, you know, sometimes it's about taking those steps and don't know if they'll have enough steps right away to get out of being at the top of the draft. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure of, of how all that's going to go. I'm not sure of where uh, he, it's going to end up, and I, I just don't. I just don't know. I have no idea what that's going to play out and what that's going to look like. But uh, yeah, it, because here's the thing: even if you tank, that's the thing about the lottery system. It's like it doesn't. You can tank all day long to have a, maybe a better chance at it, but just because you have the best chance, in fact, more often than not, it seems like when you have the best chance, you don't get that number one overall pick. Uh, not to say that they would for sure draft Bronny at number one, but uh, yeah, tanking doesn't, at least in the NBA and how it's set up, doesn't always equate to getting what you want. Uh, there's still some other teams, as we've seen, get those benefits and get those players and get those picks that may have a much lower percentage than the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, the uh, Brooklyn Nets, maybe, you know, they spent half the season with KD, Kyrie. They had those guys there, and so they built up a good record and whenever they traded those guys away, then they were able to keep some of that going because they had so much momentum already. And, uh, you know, they weren't at the top of the draft, but now with a lot of that talent gone, they still have talented players, but do they become one of those teams that drops off from where we saw them before and they are drafting closer to the, uh, the top of the draft? Also from the text line, uh, this comes from the 501, says, how much money did Nick Smith lose by coming to Arkansas? Uh, uh, quite a bit. Quite, right? And not just coming to Arkansas, but just the way it played out, the mm-hmm. injury that happened. And so with that injury, you know, was it really worth it for him to come back from that injury and play at Arkansas, or would it have benefited him more to shut it down at the time and never come back to play at Arkansas after we saw him for a few games because we've seen that before with players where they may have played a few games during their college tenure, Kyrie being one of those. Michael Porter Jr., who was in the finals this past season, he played one game in college as a freshman, and then he still went at at the top of the draft. And we saw another player that um, clutch sports, and they're known for handling those situations in in a good way to benefit the player and I think there was some talk about them possibly shutting down Nick Smith Jr. at the time but he came back to play you know hindsight looking back on it did he need to go ahead and shut it down and and could he have benefited from doing that way and then he would have stayed you know one of those top picks but Chris Livingston who's a guy that played at Kentucky and he was with Clutch Sports and Rich Paul was even calling teams because they knew he was going to go in the second round he was calling teams saying, don't draft him, mm. because they had a situation figured out. They wanted to get him to the Bucks. The Bucks had the last pick of the draft, and so Rich Paul is telling play- teams, don't draft this player so he can go to, to the Bucks and get to a good situation in the last pick of the draft. Well, it ended up working out for him. That's the case. And uh, actually, uh, I know since we have Kyle Sutherland back in the studio with us, Kyle, I know you've been very involved with the high school scene, and especially in high school basketball. And you were somebody that covered Nick Smith pretty heavily when he was at North Little Rock and in his final year there, at least. And you know that, that's something that, like, you know, there's a perception of how people see a player just when they play at Arkansas or may that follow high school sports. But I know you're someone that uh, knew a lot about him and got to see him play out and, and how it all went. Obviously, he wanted his college career to go a little bit better. But uh, since you covered some, is there, is there things that's out there about him that maybe people just really don't understand or don't truly see about Nick Smith Jr.? Well, the positives and negatives, well, there's positives and negatives to social media, as we know. The negatives, I think that when he didn't start off playing, that all the rumors started floating around about the NIL, uh, not paying him, and all these different things. And I think that that, along with the whole, there's a difference between pain and injury, and a lot of people thinking it was just pain and not injury. Those two things kind of mixed together, I think, was just a, a perfect storm amongst many other things. But I say all that to say, and, and Sully, I, I can't echo that enough, what he said about Nick being 
one of the more competitive players. And Sully's been doing this a lot longer than I have, uh, not trying to age him or anything. But uh, I, I have to agree with that probably, um, just watching him on the court, you know, watching him in person, interviewing him multiple times. I, I personally think that I, I'm of the camp that people were saying about how that boulder just kept getting bigger with each pick that he kept slipping, and I think that he's really going to do something about that. I mean, you could tell how motivated he is, and I think that he's going to show it. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think he's going to end up being a great player. And here's somebody that um, you know I, I do a podcast on the side, and uh, I was telling everybody during the season, I was like, he's going to come back, and when he does come back, I was like, you need to thank him for doing it because he doesn't have to come back. He doesn't owe it to come back and play for Arkansas, but he wants to because he wants to be a Razorback. And you know, I he DM'd me on Instagram and just said, thank you, man. I appreciate you saying that. And I was like, I have never had met Nick Smith in my life, but it, it just goes to show you that he had a lot of stuff that he was having to go up against and having to deal with that people didn't even understand and that was my whole thing I'm like listen you can and I don't know where the rumor started I guess it was just because since they had no like concrete answer people you yeah, just wanted to speculate on everything yeah they're just saying okay well what makes the most sense to me and then somebody be like well maybe it's an IL and then when that happens everyone starts getting mad and, and start believing it because it's like when you're not hearing the reason, you must be having believed what the reason is being floated around. And it ended up being just a lot to deal with, which, I, again, it was just so dumb. I was like, why would he come back and play if it was about an NIL? Or if he was not, if he was injured, or if you're saying he was hurt and he wasn't injured, why in the world would he come back and want to play then? Like, none of that would make sense. It just it, That was the thing I kept trying to stress to people. But, you know, social media era stuff and... You know, if you don't get the answers that you want in the time that you want it, uh, you're just going to assume the worst at times too. So I just felt really bad for Nick Smith and felt bad that uh, he had to, you know, deal with a lot of that stuff. But you know, hey, he's in the NBA now. He's he's a, he's a first round pick now, and uh, you know, him coming back did it, uh, it did it hurt him? I don't know, but it certainly didn't help him. You know, it's not like him coming back. Oh, that that's what got you in the higher draft pick. Uh, I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be a phenomenal player, and I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Too. Well, Nick Smith Jr., he said last night that, you know, 19 years of hard work and a message that was put out there over and over again by several of the players and their parents when they talked to them after they were drafted was, okay, we put in this amount of work so far, and it's gotten us to where we are, but now everything resets. We hit that reset button. We have to start the process all over to get better from this point on. We've made it to the NBA, but you really have to start putting in more work now that you're in the NBA to become the player that you really want to become. And also, let's be clear about this too, folks. We talked about this earlier in the week, but just because a player is at one organization doesn't mean that, oh, well, if he doesn't make it with that organization, he can't play in the league. We've seen it time and time again where some players need to go to a different team, need to go to a different organization, and then once they do and, and it's a better fit for them, maybe you have better talent around them, maybe it's you got better coaching, whatever, then they can really, really showcase their abilities. And I'm not saying that'll happen with Nick. I'm just saying if Anthony Black, Nick Smith, uh, Jordan Walsh, any of these players, just because in the first year or two they're not just going out there setting the world on fire does not mean that they're not going to end up having a nice career in the NBA. Things like this take time to develop it, and sometimes it's just about making certain changes and adjusting certain periods of time, too, to be better. Something that started with Joel Embiid, trust the process. That's right. So that's what every player has to do at this point, and the fans, they have to be patient to know that this thing is a process, and it's not just going to happen overnight. Absolutely, absolutely. By the way, I know we're up against it, but uh, we're going to have your Razor Hog update next. And some news, because Arkansas has officially filled that final scholarship for their basketball team under Eric Musselman. Have a full squad now, made official. So we will talk about that and who is the latest addition and what he can bring to the table. And we'll get some more of your phone calls and text messages as we broadcast live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock till 4 o'clock this afternoon. they got happy hour going on right now, folks, and a lot of people taking advantage of it. You need to do the same, so come on out and see us. And also use the term out of bounds for free queso and free chips out here, too. So you'll get a great deal if you just come see us and say out of bounds. You can remember that, right? Twin Peaks here in West Little Rock. We got Kyle Sutherland back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios and a lot more Out of Bounds on an Easy Friday show coming up next.
for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Who wants to settle for a single TV? With more TVs, bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks. Guadney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebates. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guatney's Deal Team 6 today. Guatney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with approved credit. See dealer for details. Hey, Laura Beth, I love that Kaufman by Design West has what it takes to make a big holiday weekend even bigger and better. Yeah, David, we at Kaufman proudly support our active military, first responders, and veterans, and we want to make these holiday weekends super special. You can chill and grill with our large selection of Pelican coolers or even the big green egg grills that range from size small to extra large. We can provide the home items that you need to make it a great holiday to remember. If you want to have a great holiday, check out Kaufman by Design West on Highway 10 right past Taylor Loop Road or check them out online at KaufmanLumber.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Watching TCU celebrate in Fayetteville was not the ending to the 2023 baseball season Hog fans wanted. But putting aside the disappointment, a few facts are in order. Arkansas baseball is an elite program with incredible fan support, an amazing stadium, and a legendary coach. For the naysayers, imagine Razorback football or basketball enjoying the success of the baseball team. There would be parades, folks. Nearly every school in America would love to enjoy the success that Dave Van Horn and Hog Baseball has enjoyed. We need to not take them for granted. Do yourself a favor and stop by Doublebee's. I'm on my way there right now as a 44-ounce Coke Zero with a splash of vanilla is calling my name. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. The guys had a great Friday out at Summerwood Sports will be back on Monday, this time out of the Chennault Country Club for the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame Annual Golf Tournament. They'll recap the weekend that was in sports and more. It's coming up 6 to 10 a.m. on Monday morning on 1037 The Buzz and on the app. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz.
Out of Bounds, live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. And uh, I know that uh, anything that you ever get here at Twin Peaks is always going to taste good. I mean, all their food is incredible. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, we went with, I went with the salad. We both went with the salad this time around, Joe. And, you know, because usually when you think, oh, Twin Peaks, you think of their great wings. You think of their uh, flatbreads. You think of their burgers and everything. But, man, even uh, even their healthier food items are incredible. I mean, that's as good of a – like, I had a chicken Caesar salad. That's as good as thing you're ever going to get. Like, and you think it's like, oh, well, it's just chicken Caesar salad. It's like, no. They load it up with chicken. They do it the right way. So it's not just coming in and getting a bunch of fried food. They got all the different options here at Twin Peaks. Yeah. Anything and everything you want. Not only the food, but drinks. So they have it all here at Twin Peaks. Plenty of TVs to watch all the sporting events that you want to watch. And they have plenty of seating inside and out. So it's a little hot outside, but uh, they have screens up to make sure you're not going to feel the full effect of that heat. But they make it work no matter what the season is. When it's cooler outside, they have a fire pit out there. So it's a great place to hang out, have a good time, get some good food, get some good drinks, and enjoy some sports at all times. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe hot outside, but that uh, beer temperature right there, I see 28.4 degrees. So uh, always going to keep you cool. Yeah. You don't have to worry about uh, anything else other than just the fact that the beer is cold and they got plenty of it and plenty of options for you here at Twin Peaks. So. They, they also have... Uh, it's uh, Neon Bikini Week and uh, the bikini, yeah, bikini party here going on this week. And uh, they have a bikini car wash on Saturday. So that's going to happen from 12 till 3. So noon to 3 tomorrow. You got the bikini car wash to go along with Neon Bikini Week already. And that's something that they do in the summer here at Twin Peaks. You can come by and... Uh, each drink scenic views, but also get a car wash. Oh, yeah. See, so you get the best of both worlds then, if that's the case. So, yeah, July 18th through July 13th is when uh, Bikini Week goes down with Twin Peaks. Uh, we'll have your Rage Rug update in just a second, but uh, let's go to the phone lines. A guy we normally see here sometimes, but it's on the phone line instead. What's up, Brent and Stuttgart? What's up, John and Joe? What's up, Brent? Hey, Joe, you didn't answer the phone when I called today. What's up with that? At Twin Peaks? Oh, oh yeah, you're at Twin Peaks. But, uh, hey, John, I got a question for you. What's up? And a comment. What a, what a great podcast, Locked on Razorback, you had this morning. I thought it was fantastic. Well, thank you, Brent. I appreciate it, man. I know you were running on it. I know you were running on fumes since you did it after midnight last night. But... Hey, one thing I read last night, John, is is Grant Nelson not going to Alabama? I, I mean, listen, that's a weird story. He is not officially committed. They have not officially signed him. Uh, it's just kind of dark right now, and no one's heard anything. So I, I have no idea. I, I don't want to sit here and say that he's not because, you know, he's still committed and it hasn't had any reporting saying that there's any problems, but... Certainly is a little bit peculiar that he committed what two weeks ago, over two weeks ago, and still nothing, nothing official, nothing, nothing made known, and who knows? Maybe there's some uh, stuff they're having to navigate through. Hey, John, just to be a conspiracy theorist, could the could the hogs be sneaking in the back door? No, not no. happening. Yeah, they have moved on. That ship has sailed, Brent. So. They already got their newest uh, addition, actually, and that was something we we're going to bring up as uh, the kid that was visiting, Chandler Lawson, the kid from Memphis. From Memphis? He is a, yeah, he officially has committed to Arkansas to take that last scholarship spot that's available. All right, that's, that's, that's great news. All I can tell uh, uh, Mr. Nelson, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> that's right, Brent. That's right, man. Hey, we appreciate you calling in, man. Wish you were here at Twin Peaks. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, good to hear from you, Brent. And that's a perfect segue. So let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Once we get there.
coffee there. It's on the Razorback Sound page, so it should be on the bottom one there. All right, here we go. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, for your Razor Hog update, presented by True Service, as we just mentioned, Chandler Lawson, the Memphis transfer, has committed to the University of Arkansas. After visiting Fayetteville earlier in this week, he received interest from South Carolina, St. Louis, DePaul, California, BYU, Santa Barbara, but decided Arkansas was the place he wanted to be. He says, quote, this is my last year, and I want to go out with a bang, and I feel like this is the perfect school for me to have fun. I just want to have fun at the end of the year, and plus, of being, uh, plus it's a winning program, and I'm part of a winning culture, and I'll make sure I make an impact towards this winning program. So, uh, good to see him have a little bit of confidence, and he's 6'7", 215, played in all 35 games with 24 starts, and averaged nearly 20 minutes a game as a senior last year with the Memphis Tigers. Also has a 7'7", seven seven wingspan, so uh, I'm not saying he'll fill the exact role, but just the measurables kind of compares him to a Jordan Walsh a little bit, 6'7", and having a 7'7", seven seven wingspan. That's pretty good. We'll see how much he actually plays along with some of these other transfers. We know that that's something that always has to be worked out not only over the summer as they're getting ready for the season and you know early games that are non-conference games you kind of see glimpses of, of certain players but once they get in the conference play that lineup seems to change and you know some of those players that you may have seen a lot of earlier in the season you may not see as much oh yeah because listen ricky council was one of the transfers i think last year that uh you know people were were pretty excited about but he was like one of the last transfers that were coming in and be like oh yeah he, you know it's a good little get good little addition and he ended up being one of the best players on the team this past year not to say that that'll happen with lawson but yeah once you get him on the court you'll be able to see a little bit more of what can be expected out of them uh also as we've been talking a lot about today but uh, three Razorbacks drafted, all three freshmen, McDonald's All-Americans guys with A.B. and Nick Smith drafted first round. Got also Jordan Walsh drafted in the second round. Ricky Council signs a two-way deal uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, it's uh, going to be an exciting time for them and their families. And also a little baseball news that uh, both Hagen Smith and Brady Tiger were named to College Baseball Foundation's All-American team. Uh, which Smith was named the second team starting pitcher, and Tiger was selected as a second team relief pitcher. So uh, more of those awards coming in for them as the college baseball season continues to go on into the College World Series finals. And that'll do it for your Razor Hog updates. We're going to take a top-of-the-hour updates. We're live at Twin Peaks. We're going to have former Razorback and NFL player Travis Swanson on. He's got a lot of big things that's going to be working this football season and working with Hogs Plus and also uh, getting ready for the football season. We'll talk with that. Well, some NFL talk with him, too. Keep it moving on an Easy Friday show here live from Twin Peaks. Just ask to round up for RMHC when you place your order anytime you're at McDonald's. This way, families of critically ill children can stay at Ronald McDonald House at no cost while their child is receiving life-saving care at a local hospital. All of that change stays right here in Little Rock. So next time you're at McDonald's, ask to round up to RMHC, and you'll be leaving with so much more than just a meal. 